millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Brand rising. It's Monday. Perfect way to start out our week with manifesting Mondays. Before we get started and people jump on, I just wanted to say that I was talking to a real live goddess last night in the flesh, three dimensional goddess incarnated, right? And <clears throat> out of the past month or so or whatever, I've been posting more things that am in Grand Rising, that I'm in my goddess energy. And that's triggering for some people, right? And um, a lot of people know my account as someone that was outspoken, speaking truth and all these things. But what many people don't know is that I spent the majority of my life in my goddess energy as an entertainer, as a dancer professionally, 
um, as someone that was an actress. And I always embodied that goddess energy. And then when I went into other jobs that really minimized who I was as a person, I didn't lose it, but I put it away. It's not demon energy. So knock that off right now. Every single person at least should want to be empowered by who it is that they truly are. And I'm empowered when I'm in my goddess energy, when I'm in my feminine energy, when I can command an audience. I'm in my goddess energy. And I just wanted to put that out there. And I talked about this a little bit in my story last night about just being who you are and walking in that empowered and embodied energy. And people get triggered when I post things that are more sensual or edgy or sexual, but that's who I am as a person and nobody's going to take that away from me. So this is just my encouragement for every person to walk in whatever you feel most powerful as, whatever that is for you. To me, that's in my sensual energy. That's in my goddess energy. That's when I am most powerful. And I walked in my goddess energy in a different way when I was speaking out against everything that was going on. That was a different kind of energy. But I am most comfortable in my sensuality. And that makes people uncomfortable when you're so comfortable in that type of energy because it's been frowned upon. That energy is saying, oh, that's demonic or, um, you know, you're over-sexualizing all this stuff. When there, where there is over-sexualization of what our sexuality is in the public eye, it's different when you're embodying it in a different way. When you are, you know, promoting sex, when you're promoting promiscuity, when you're promoting things that are considered low dimensional, that's different than standing in your sensuality and being fully aware of what it is that you can embody and then walking in that. Um, I am great today. Thank you for asking. Um, but I just wanted to say that because I was talking to a goddess last night and um, she was talking about, you know, coming out of kind of the spiritual community and embody, really embodying her sensuality and her sexuality without being shamed about it from other people. And I recognize whenever I post anything where I am completely comfortable in my skin that people will judge and have a negative connotation around my feminine power that I have. And I just wanted to say this to anybody that's on here is to just fully walk in yourself, whatever that might be, regardless of what anybody's going to say about you. So that is the perfect way to start our Monday. But I was getting into some weird stuff last night, <laughs> not sensual or sexual, weird stuff reading wise. Um, and it led me to a lot of things. I'm not going to get into those things today. But um, I also found another book by Neville Goddard that I was really, really inspired by. It's called Out of This World, Thinking Forth Dimensionally. Yeah, no, not, not, not weird like that. But um, it's called Gateway. Hemisync. I don't know if anybody's heard of this. Has anybody heard of Gateway Hemisync? It is the Monroe Institute. Anybody? I'm going to wait and see what people are saying. If you've heard of this or if you haven't. Because it, 
it led me down a whole other rabbit hole. And um, my sister and I were talking. I'm like, okay, we need to do this. This is this is next on the list. Um, yes. Mo Van Gogh, yes. Um, so it's it's some really interesting stuff, but it, all, it has to do with... Um, no, okay. My allergies, I don't know where they came from because I don't really get allergies. Gateway to delirium. No, it's really, no, this is some, this is some stuff, but it's, it's regarding, um, biofeedback. It's regarding meditation. It's regarding, um, what was the other one? Hypnosis and manifestation and taking you to a, another level of consciousness that we didn't even ever contemplate that we can get to. And it was very fascinating. And these are, um, were found in the CIA documents that they, uh, what is it called? When they, when they allow us to see them on something, I can't think. Uh, but I think that was in 2003 when they made these documents public, which is really, really interesting. Ben, I'm glad you're feeling happy to, happy today. So again, okay. So I'm reading from out of this world, thinking fourth dimensionally. This is really great. Um, because they always quote, or he always quotes the Bible, which, um, undisclosed, declassified, thank you. Declassified, that's what I meant to say. Um, declass, yes. And so, and now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it come to pass, ye might believe. John fourteen twenty nine. So I like that he starts most chapters with um, a verse from the Bible. So many persons, myself included, have observed events before they occurred. That is, before they occurred in this world of three dimensions. Since man can observe an event before it occurs in the three dimensions of space, life on earth must proceed according to plan. And this plan must exist elsewhere in another dimension and be slowly moving through our space. So do we understand that? That the world that we see in our three dimension, which is around us right now, had to have been thought in another dimension somewhere else first. If the occurring events were not in this world when they were observed, then, to be perfectly logical, they must have been out of this world. Oh, you're welcome. And whatever it is there to be seen before it occurs here must be predetermined from the point of man awake in a three-dimensional world. Thus, the question arises, are we able to alter our future? You can comment in the comment section. Do you believe, I'm reading from Out of This World, Thinking Fourth Dimensionally by Neville Goddard. Do you believe that we're able to alter our future? After studying this, after doing this type of work, my answer is yes. I've done some, I've manifested some crazy things um, and changed what the future would uh, otherwise look like if I just allowed my mind to dictate what my reality was going to be. But when you gain control of the mind and your thoughts and your thinking process, and then you realize that those things do manifest into three, the three reality, 3D reality, law of assumption. I'm like, yes, we can alter our future because I've done it. And some things come so much easier than others. 
I believe we can alter our future, but considering astrology, I'm not sure how much we can change it. Yes, I believe we are able to alter our future. So there's some yeses in there. Butterfly effect. Thought becomes reality, undoubtedly. My God, my allergies are driving me nuts. I believe I always say if you will it, it will be. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so itching. I'm going crazy. Quantum cowboys and cowgirls. Okay. My object in writing these pages is to indicate possibilities inherent in man. To show that man can alter his future, but thus alter it forms again a deterministic sequence starting from the point of interference. A future that will be consistent with the alteration. The most remarkable feature of man's future is its flexibility. We hear that? The most remarkable feature of our own future is its flexibility. It is determined by his attitudes rather than his acts. So our attitude towards whatever it is that we want to manifest is what is going to manifest. The things that we want or the things that we don't want. If we dwell on not having something over and over again, like, why don't I have this? Why isn't it here yet? Or I'll never have this amount of money. How am I going to afford this? How am I going to pay my bills? Where we dwell in our attitude determines our future. You know that phrase, fake it till you make it. That's literally talking exactly in very simple terms about manifestation. Fake what it is that you want in your consciousness until you make it, which is the 3D reality. If you dwell in the state of the wish that you want to fulfill, feelingly and knowingly with conviction that no matter what, I'm going to have this. Let's give an example. I was talking to one of my very dear friends and we were talking about people that are really like not nice people that are mean people, but they still have everything that they want. Well, why does God allow them to have this? Why does, you know, they're such mean people. Like, why are they able to have this? It's all about your conviction and your beliefs. Whether you're a good person or a bad person, look at the one percenters. They're not good people, but they have it all. Why? Because they know how consciousness works. They know that if they are convinced enough that they are going to have something without fail, they're going to have it. Do I believe that these type of people are taught these type of techniques from very young of how the mind and consciousness actually works? Yeah. So it comes easy to people. Even if you're a mean and rotten person, why do they have all this? Why? Can, how can they have so much money? How could they have all these things and they're so mean and they're not nice? It doesn't matter. Our consciousness <clears throat> does not judge. It goes based on our belief system and our conviction. Perfect example is Woodstock. When they said no rain, they got more rain. If they would have said clear skies, they would have gotten that. And that's it. That's a really good example. Collective consciousness together. Just like there was monks, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of monks went to Chicago. I don't know, this was several years back or whatever it was. And they did a mass meditation in Chicago for less crime. And what happened? They altered the crime rate because collectively we had that power to co-create the, resist the <laughs> reality that we're in. 
When was God to lead? It changes everything. Those people are ruled by greed and not by the deepest part of their hearts. Yes, I agree with that. What is the name of the book again? Out of this world, fourth dimension, fourth dimensionally by Neville Goddard. So the, the most remarkable feature of man's future is its flexibility. It is determined by his attitudes rather than his acts. The cornerstone of which all things are based is man's concept of himself. That is the most important thing is our self-concept. How do we think about ourselves and the reality that we're in? One of my, my very dear friends. Going through a rough time with a relationship. Her beliefs are he doesn't want me, he doesn't choose me, that I'm not good enough for him. He's I, I doubt he's even attracted to me. Right? Self-concept. When it comes to your work, maybe. Yeah, I, I had this interview, it was really amazing, but you know, there's so many other people that are more qualified for the job. These are all examples of self-concept. What is it that you think or believe about yourself? Because if you think or believe about yourself that someone doesn't want you, that you're not good enough for this job, you'll never have the life that you want because you're not lucky enough. That is your concept of self. That is the belief system that you have. Therefore, it creates that reality. And it's hard for people to understand like, yeah, sure, I'm just going to think my life, you know, I'm just going to think my way into a good life. But if you understand consciousness and how it works, then you'd understand that it actually is that simple. Because I was reading the CIA documents. I was reading CIA documents that were declassified in 2003 about consciousness. And I was like, holy shit. For all the people that are non-believers, all the people that are naysayers about this way of thinking. If you read these documents, you'd be like, this is the key to the power that I actually hold within myself. There's a reason why. They're CIA documents. Because if everybody knew this, if, if we learned this in school, how to be successful just through thinking, there would be no control over the population. Remote viewing was another one in those documents. It's like 29 pages. So when we, when we understand, when we start to understand that, that we literally are living in a matrix and that there is a way for us to break that matrix so that we can be the empowered beings that we're supposed to be. And if people understood their power and didn't just believe that they're here to just be a slave and work, this is the construct that we're going to give you. You're going to be born. You're going to get a birth certificate. You're going to go to preschool. You're going to go to school. You're going to go to high school. You might go to college. You're going to get a job for the rest of your life. Then you're going to retire at a certain age. And maybe if you're lucky, you'll travel. That's not the meaning of life. We were given that construct to follow. That's the life of a slave. If we knew how powerful we are as humans, this entire world would look so different. We would prosper in everything because we would know that if we could just think it into existence, we'll have it. Thank you. That is the real trick. That is where the magic is, is right in between our two eyes, which is our third eye or our first eye. When you can see it with conviction in your mind and you can feel it, it will 
unfold in the three-dimensional reality. Neville Goddard has a lot of great publications. Are you familiar with the author Joseph Campbell? I think so. Where can I read those documents by the CIA? Literally look up, is it called the Gateway Experiment? CIA. Look up something like that and you'll find it. Because I, I literally just Googled it and I found it. And I downloaded it in my phone and now I have all 29 pages. I believe in order to tap into our power, it takes intentional discipline from ourselves. And it does. So it's not just like, I'm going to close my mind. I'm going to think that I'm a multimillionaire and it's going to happen. Like that's not the way that it works. There are other steps, and, and this is, I said it on my live yesterday, like this is schooling in itself. Learning how consciousness works is like going to school all over again. But if you really want to change your reality, and if you really want to embody and stand in the power that you truly have, you'll take the time to look at this stuff. You'll take the t- 20 minutes out of your day every single day, or however long that you can, to watch videos or to watch things or to listen to things like this because you're learning. You're learning to shift your mind and consciousness. And if you want to do that, if you want to be able to alter your reality, this is it. Thank you. That was quick. (laughs) That was quick, the CIA um, link. I worked for Blackwater years ago, and we had the CIA come in two or three times a week to train. One of the lessons was on psychic baggage and energy. This is all real, and the government has known for many years. See, I'm not making this shit up. Okay. Um, He acts as he does and has the experience that he does because his concept of himself is what it is and for no other reason. Had he a different concept of self, he would act differently. A change of concept of self automatically alters his future. As soon as you alter your belief system about yourself, your world has no choice but to change and mold to what you are thinking. It's really powerful shit. And most people don't believe it because they're like, how would this be, you know, the kept secret all these years? And a lot of these things sound so far-fetched that it's like, well, only a certain kind of person is going to be interested in this because this is so outlandish. Human beings are so programmed in their programming that they don't even know what's real and what isn't. So when you have these things, when you talk about stuff like this, many people will shun away from you. Like, oh yeah, here she goes with her crazy shit again. It's all right under our noses all the time. So when you come out with a movie like The Secret, there's only a very niche audience that's going to be like, oh yeah, like I tap into this and I can do this and I can do that. Because most people would never think that this is real. That's how programmed we are. To not know what is real and what is not. Most people believe in the what is not real rather than the what is real. Because these are the things that, these are the ideas that are so outlandish to people that the fake reality is what they believe in. Oh, I trust, you know, I watch Channel 6 every night or I watch this news every single night. I'm teaching, I'm not figuring out. Thanks, though. A change of concept of self automatically alters his future, and a change in any term of his future series of experiences reciprocally alters his concept of self. 
Man's assumptions, which he regards as insignificant, produce effects that are considerable. Therefore, man should revise his estimate of an assumption and recognize its creative power. All changes take place in consciousness. Think about that. Thank you. All changes take place right in here. When you do meditation every single day and you go into the state of the wish fulfilled of whatever it is that you want. And you go into that deep place and you think about the things that you desire. You have an imaginal act, whatever it is. If it's having your, you know, your most amazing home and you literally can smell it inside the house, the smell of new paint. You can see where you are. What are you wearing? Um, Are you walking up your steps and you can feel the rugs under your feet? Like whatever it is that you're making real. Once you are done that meditation, you'll come out of that meditation and you'll be like, I was just really, like I was actually there. All changes take place in consciousness. Need to start meditating. Can't make my mind shut the fuck up usually. Okay, so that was me forever. What has helped me tremendously is guided meditation. So for whatever it is, say it's like abundance or money, right? If you are manifesting money and there's a guided meditation that's walking you through and you're seeing it's, it's just walking you through all the things. Like say you go into your bank and you're walking into your bank and you write a check um, or you have a check in your hand for $3 million and you hand it to the bank teller, whatever it is, right? They walk you through it. That helps me quiet my mind because I'm actually listening to someone telling me what to do rather than me going there myself. Because um, for whatever reason, I'm just much better with guided things than doing it on my own. Some people would prefer doing it on their own. Um, but once you really get into the habit of meditating, you get excited to do your meditation. You're like, oh my God, I'm going back to this place. Let's go. And I'm not kidding. Like you actually do get excited about it because you, you're, you're, you're in that place. And the longer you stay in that space, so you come out of your meditation. I do it before I go to sleep and I do it in the middle of the day usually. Sometimes I'll do it in the morning. But um, when you come out of that, how long can you stay in feeling that you're living there? Because that's living in the state of the wish fulfilled. Because if you do your meditation, then right after that, you're just like, oh, why isn't he here yet? Why don't I have it? You're coming from a place of lack. We have to embody these things within ourselves. Wealth of love, wealth of knowledge, wealth of wisdom, love of self, all these things, right? Yes, I prefer guided meditations too. At every moment of our lives, we have before us the choice of which of several futures we'll choose. We get to choose our future. The future doesn't get to choose us. And the more people start to understand that and believe that, the faster your manifestations will come. And that's the truth. I've done it with a lot of things. I've done it with a lot of people. I've manifested a lot of things. And I've manifested a lot of people. And it's really interesting. Some things are easier than others. Some things come so easy to me with my manifestations and other things I have a harder time believing in. Um, Meditated for three hours. Spiritually wasn't here. So I was reading about that in those documents last night in this book. Um... Shit, what was the guy's name? Robert Monroe. I read the book last night. Robert Monroe, Altered States. 
and he spoke about going into like crazy levels of consciousness, ones that I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of. Ones where he actually went to see all of his family that had passed over. It was really, really crazy. Um, I manifested my new home overnight. It can be done. Just like I did with my car. I didn't even think about it. I was like, this is the car that I'm getting. These are the colors that it's going to be. And literally the next day, the car showed up. So we can literally do these things overnight. It's that blind conviction that, yes, I can have this. It's easy for me. It's effortless for me. I have the most amazing, booming business. I am making X amount of dollars per year. Thank you, universe, for providing this for me. There are two actual outlooks on the world possessed by everyone, a natural focus and a spiritual focus. The ancient teachers called the one the carnal mind, which is the rational thinking mind, us right now, right here, right now, is our carnal mind. The other is the mind of Christ. Because Johnny talked about Sequanus, talked about Jesus the Christ instead of Jesus Christ the human. It's Jesus the Christ who is attaining the, that level of consciousness, the Christ consciousness. That Jesus the Christ achieved a level of consciousness so high that he could perform miracles, that he could make things happen. He could make people believe in themselves that they actually healed themselves. So the other mind is the mind of Christ. We may differentiate them as ordinary waking consciousness, which is what we're in now, governed by our senses and a controlled imagination governed by desire. We recognize these two distinct centers of thought in the statement, the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, for they are spiritually discerned. And that's from Corinthians. The natural view confines reality to the moment called now. To the natural view, the past and future are purely imaginary. The spiritual view, on the other hand, sees the contents of time. It sees events as distinct and separated as objects in space. The past and future are a present hold to the spiritual view. What is mental and subjective to the natural man is concrete and objective to the spiritual man. They say that about the Egyptians as well. Okay. Um, the habit of seeing only that which our senses permit, which is our three-dimensional reality, renders us totally blind to what we otherwise could see. Right? To cultivate the faculty of seeing the invisible, we should often deliberately disentangle our minds from the evidence of the senses. So what Neville Goddard says is completely detach yourself from the three-dimensional world. Right? Because the three-dimensional world has already happened. That's already a result of past thinking. To cultivate the faculty of seeing the invisible, we should disentangle our minds from the evidence of the senses and focus our attention on an invisible state, which is in our consciousness. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. That's going into the state of the wish fulfilled. Whatever it is that you want or desire in your world that you want to manifest into your three-dimensional reality, you have to see it in your mind first. I'll give you a really a weird example, but when I was a gymnast when I was really young, there were certain tumbles that I could see myself doing easily. And what would I do? I would do them easily and effortlessly. And there are certain tumbles that I saw that I couldn't do. I was like, I know that I can't do this. My body can't do this. My back was so flexible. So there were certain things that I knew that I couldn't do. And I would never be able to do them. So what, what he's saying is we should disentangle our minds from the evidence of the senses. If I went into my mind and I knew, yes, I could do this effortlessly and easily. Yes, this is easy for me. My body would have done it because I was so convinced that I was able to do something. So release all of your senses that you see in your three-dimensional reality and go into your mind's eye. Go into the state of the wish fulfilled. Go into your meditation. So you're mentally feeling it and sensing it until it has all the the distinctness of reality. I've done this. I've done this with people, with places, with traveling. I would just imagine myself somewhere. And before I knew it, it's like, oh, your suitcase is packed. My suitcase, for example, is still in my bathroom with all the clothes in it. Why? I did this in LA. For a lot of the time that I lived there, I would always leave my suitcase on the floor. People would come in my apartment like, why is your suitcase on the floor? Like, are you going somewhere? I'm like, yeah, I am actually. So that was kind of the mental reminder, like, I'm leaving, like, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. And so I see in my mind just flashes of me going places, of me not being here, right? So that's my way of manifesting something when I really don't put effort into doing it. There's certain things I put a lot of effort in for manifesting. There's other things that I don't end up and it comes easier. Because I'm not attached to it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going somewhere. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going. Earnest, concentrated thought focused in a particular direction shuts out other sensations and causes them to disappear. We have but to concentrate on the state desired in order to see it. The habit of withdrawing attention from the region of sensation and concentrating it on the invisible develops our spiritual outlook and enables us to penetrate beyond the world of sense and to see that which is invisible. I can promise you that the more that you do your meditation every single day, 
And the more that you go into the state of the wish fulfilled, it becomes, it starts to become a realness to you. That's the secret. Let go of your attachment to have it manifest. And letting go can sometimes feel like, well, if I let go of it, then that means that I'm forgetting about it and then it's not going to happen. No, it's like the example of when you plant a seed and you plant a garden, you don't sit over it 24 hours a day and wait for it to grow. And that's the same thing with your manifestation. When you plant the seed and when you go into the state of the wish fulfilled and say you do it every night, you can't keep checking your 3D reality. Like, is it here yet? Where is it? I don't see it. It's the same thing with the seed. That is the hardest part is letting go. Letting go is the hardest part. Like, well, if I let go of it, then it's not going to happen. But do you go and check a garden when you plant something? Are you sitting there for every minute of the day staring at it? No, you're not. It's the same thing with your manifestation. When you plant the seed of your manifestation, you cannot continue to look in the 3D reality. Like, is it there yet? Is he there yet? Is she coming? Where's the money? That's coming from a state of lack. And why Neville Goddard talks about self-concept so much is because if your concept of self is that I don't have this, what's happening, like you're worried about it, that's literally that's literally coming from a state of lack. And if you're coming from a state of lack, you're only going to attract that which you already are. Let go of control. Control is suffering. It really is. <laughs> Where's the money? Where's the money? For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. For the invisible things of him in the mind from the creation of the world are clearly seen. That's Romans one twenty. This vision is completely independent of the natural faculties. So our visions and the things that we want, they are independent of the 3D world. It doesn't matter what's happening in your 3D world. It matters what's happening in your mind because all creation happens through thought. It's really a simple concept. Read the CIA documents, they'll tell you. Open it and quicken it. Without it, these instructions are useless for the things of the spirit are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man speaks to the natural man through the language of desire. The key to progress in life and to the fulfillment of dreams lies in ready obedience to its voice. Unhesitating obedience to its voice is an immediate assumption of the wish fulfilled. So if we don't hesitate... And we go along with living in the state of the wish fulfilled. That's the assumption. We have to assume. The suggestion you made about reprogramming the subconscious through self-hypnosis is, was brilliant. Well, that's how we do it. Do you think that those that need something tangible should write down their manifestations and then plant it by burying it? You can. You can, like, okay, for example, I mean, there's so many different techniques. Some is, you know, writing down your desires on a piece of paper and literally putting it under your pillow while you sleep. So if that helps you to just literally plant it and let it go, then absolutely do it. Literally, whatever works for you. The, there's a million ways to do this. 
So I can't say there's no right or wrong because there is a wrong way to do it. And the wrong way to do it would be constantly worrying about when it's coming. Like, where is it? You know, I've been manifesting this for three months and nothing's happening. Like I said last week, I was reading something that said um, one of the greatest reasons why we don't check to see where it is or when it's coming is because some of our manifestations take so many moving parts and different things that are happening behind the scenes at all time to be moved. So if it's something that maybe is really significant and there are a lot of moving parts to this, Sometimes it can happen instantly. It depends on your belief system about it. But there are other times when things need to unfold, like a baby. A baby's in the womb for nine months. You don't check every day. Hey, where are you? When are you coming out? You understand that there is a process to it. And it's the same thing with manifestation. We understand that there is a birthing process to this. There is a growing period to this. Some things happen faster than others. Divine timing. Just because you want to have a baby in a month, it doesn't mean the baby's going to come out in a month. Well, you can manifest that and the baby's probably not going to live. Why not? So whatever your baby is, your manifestation, there has to be a process where it can develop and grow and we don't know in which way that that's going to happen. So that is the whole reason why you can't sit... How is it going to happen? Oh, my God. How could this possibly happen? All these things need to happen in order for this to happen. The how is not our business. We don't ask how a baby's growing inside. We don't ask, well, how is this plant growing? Like, what is happening? I need to know every step. We don't do that. We have blind faith that it's going to happen. I'm going to make a manifestation card, and I love it. Sometimes it takes a lot of patience and trust. Blind trust, blind faith. Just like miracles that happen. If someone's really sick and a lot of people are praying and things and all of a sudden this miracle happens, you don't know how it happened. It just happened. Somehow. Okay. You would not have sought me had you not already found me. Man, by assuming the feeling was wish fulfilled and then living and acting on this conviction alters the future in harmony with his assumption. So this is talking about basically faking it until you make it. Right? Man, by assuming the feeling of his wish fulfilled and then living and acting on this. So you're living and acting as if you already have what you want, whether it's a relationship, whether it's marriage, whether it's having three children. You live as if we're faking it until we make it. We're making it. We live in the state of the wish fulfilled. You might feel delusional. You might feel crazy. But eventually it starts to feel natural to you because you're embodying that within yourself. You're allowing yourself to have all the things that you want already on the inside so that it has no choice but to manifest on the outside. If I feel empty inside, if I feel sadness on the inside, if I feel lonely on the inside, the outside world can only give me what I have on the inside because we are a reflection of our exterior circumstances. Another famous quote of Neville's is, "Everything, everyone is you pushed out. So if everything is you pushed out, look at the world that you're in right now. Does it reflect that? If you walk around and think that you're a goddess, you're a king, you're a queen or whatever, and you know that within yourself, your outside world's going to reflect that. People are going to treat you like that. Thank you, Angela. People are going to treat you like that. Everyone is you pushed out. If you walk around like, 
you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not chosen, or, you know, I'm not respected. People are going to reflect that back to you. That's just how it works. I didn't make this up. Everyone is you pushed out. Right? My top five favorite books. I buy books every week. But yes, this is actually a really... This I really, really like a lot. Um, some of Neville's books are hard to understand. I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't, my brain can't compute this. But this one is an easy one I really like. The Universal Laws one is a really good book. Yes, I'll do that. Sorry. <laughs> Assumptions awaken what they affirm. As soon as man assumes the feeling of his wish fulfilled, his four-dimensional self finds ways for the attainment of this end. Discovers methods for its real for its realization. I know of no clearer definition of the means by which we realize our desires than to experience in imagination what we would experience in the flesh were we to achieve our goal. Let's think about it this way. This is a good example. If you knew a month from now, you were going like if you knew without fail, a month from now. You were going to have what you wanted. Say it was $5 million. Or you knew a month from now, you were going to meet the love of your life on, what the hell is today's date? June 15th, you're going to meet the love of your life. On June 15th, you're going to have the house of your dreams. On June 15th, you're going to have the beautiful organic garden that you want, right? If you knew without fail, that's showing up. How would you feel leading up to that month? How excited would you be like, oh my God, I can't believe this has finally happened. Like, I'm getting this, right? So if we're living literally in the state of the wish fulfilled, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this, this abundance or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to meet the love of my life. I'm going to marry or, oh my God, I'm going to have three kids by then. I'm just making this up. But I'm saying, whatever your wish fulfilled is, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm going to be getting the house that I always dreamed of in one month. You're going to be excited, right? You're going to be thrilled, that's what it means to live in the state of the wish fulfilled. You have blind faith now. You were told by God, you're going to have exactly what you want in one month. So every single day you wake up excited. Every single day you're just like, holy shit, I'm getting exactly what I want, right? That's the, that's the emotions we need to have towards our manifestation. Exactly. So if you know that you're going to get something... Without fail, no matter what, God literally came down and he said, I'm giving this to you in one month. You're going to be so excited every day, but that is what living in the state of the wish fulfilled means. Every day you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait till I get this. Like I know without fail, I'm going to get this. That's what it means to change and shift your mind. That's the challenging part. But if you work at it, this is like school. This is like going back to school for your consciousness. And you understand how it works. You're like, I've been suffering my whole life for no reason. The emotions are the tipping point of manifestation. Blind faith. Blind faith. Blind faith. Every day. That is what it means to live in the state of the wish fulfilled. Is being so excited every day like, holy shit, I can't wait till this comes. This is going to be amazing. Even though you might feel a little psychotic. But the more that you embody that within yourself, by the time you even get most of these things, like you already feel that inside of yourself. So you're just like, 
it would be an amazing bonus if I got what I wanted. But I feel so good on the inside. That is the point. The point is not to make yourself feel good so that you get X, Y, or Z. The point is to be, I love you too from Philly to Canada. The point isn't to feel what you want to feel just to get something. The point is to fill yourself with so much self-love, with so much gratitude that you already feel that you have everything that you need. And there's billions of people that walk around in that emptiness. So imagine what that does to the collective consciousness. If all these people are walking around in low vibration and like, I hate my life or like this job sucks or I can never have this. That is the trick to walk around in life as if you have everything that you already need. And then you start to embody it. Then you start to embody it more. Then you start to embody it more and you're like, holy shit, like I feel good. Like I am walking in this God or goddess energy. Like I feel so powerful. Not blind faith, see it with your third eye. It goes back to what you're grateful for. And the other book that I was reading about loving yourself, if you're so confused about all this, just love more. Why? Why is it so simple as to just love more? It's because love is the highest frequency. So if you're vibrating in the highest frequency, someone cuts you off instead of cursing them out, instead of getting mad about it, you stubbed your toe instead of letting that change the whole trajectory of your day, love more love more love more that's so difficult for so many of us because when I was reading this book there was one person that particularly came into mind and I was like fuck I have to love this person more and again it's not because you allow people to walk all over you it's your own vibration it's your own experience just because you are loving somebody more doesn't mean that you have to allow them into your life or that you have to not have boundaries with that person. That does not what that means. Loving someone more is creating that on the inside for yourself. Will it benefit another person by sending them love? Absolutely. But it's going to benefit you more. So if you're in doubt and you're like, I don't know how to do this manifestation shit, I don't know. Love more because love is the highest frequency. And when we're in a high vibrational frequency, we can tap into things and things come so easily for us. I'm afraid to love more. I don't want to be taken advantage of. Again, loving more is the experience for yourself. Other people might get to benefit from that. But it doesn't mean that you get taken advantage of. It doesn't mean that you don't set boundaries. Setting boundaries and loving more are two very different things. You can set boundaries and still love somebody. You could set boundaries, love someone, but not have them in your space or in your life. You can cut, choose to cut someone out of your life. There was someone that I was really, 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 really close to. And I loved him deeply. And I still do. But I had to cut him out of my life. Because he was not good for my mental space. He drained my energy. But it doesn't mean that I don't still love him or I don't still send him love. I do. But there was just a limit to which I had or a, a, cho a choice that I had to make to say, I love you, I love you, I love you a million times, but you just can't be in my life. 
That's it. There's a difference between loving more and not and setting boundaries and loving more and meaning I'm just going to love this person more and hope that they treat me right. There's a very big difference. Right? We get to decide that. So before I make this live two hours long, we'll go to this book is this book is amazing. This book is so good. The Undisciplined Mind finds it difficult to assume a state which is denied by the three-dimensional senses. The Undisciplined Mind. I'm still disciplined in this mind, man. This thing is powerful. We we know how powerful our mind is that we're just like Shit, like I keep thinking the same things over and over again. Why do I keep messing this up? It's a discipline. This is a lifestyle choice. When we discipline the mind. But we don't let our mind run freely like a wild animal. We put it in a cage. When our mind creeps up on us and says, you're never going to have that. You're not good enough for this. Oh, you look so fat today. Any of these things, right? That's the undisciplined mind. When we know that we could see things differently in our mind and then it shows up into our reality, we're like, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. The mind, the ego, you're not the boss. You're going to sit this one out. The book um, is called Out of This World, Thinking Fourth Dimensionally by Neville Goddard. Out of This World, Thinking Fourth Dimensionally by Neville Goddard. Um, damn it. People have a habit of slighting the importance of simple things, but the simple formula for changing the future was discovered after years of searching and experimenting. Let's just go over the steps. Thank you. Thank you, Kemi. Um, Okay, so first, the first step in changing the future is desire. That is define your objective. Know definitely what you want. If you're not clear about what you want, God or the universe cannot give it to you. If you're not, if you're just like, oh, I just want a great job. The universe is going to send you a job that might be great financially, but you absolutely hate it. So what is it clearly that you want? By next year, I want to be engaged and have a new house. And then you give very specifics of what you want this person to be like. What you want your house to be like. Or I have the most amazing job. Specifically, what do you want? Specific. Shit. Okay, I have 10 minutes. <laughs> I have a meeting for uh, a possible retreat venue. Um, so being specific, that's number uno. Secondly, construct an event which you believe you would encounter following the fulfillment of your desire. An event which implies fulfillment of your desire. Something that will have the action of self-predominance. So what this means is construct something in your mind, a scenario in your mind that would be the, your wish fulfilled. So say if you wanted, let's just say marriage, for example, see yourself a year after your marriage. Where are you? You're in your home or you're on vacation with your new, part, your, your new um, partner. Something that implies that your desire is already fulfilled. If it's money and you, it's like, oh, I'm just on my own the bank account app and I see you know, way more money in it than, than what I even could fathom. So get into the state of the wish fulfilled. Third, immobilize the physical body. So we're going into a state of meditation. 
immobilize the physical body and induce a condition akin to sleep, which is called SATS, the state akin to sleep, which is right before you fall asleep. Lie on your bed or relax in a chair and imagine that you're sleepy. Now, I do guided meditations with this because it's much easier for me to get here than it is for me to just sit in silence and muster this all up in my mind without someone telling me what to do. With eyelids closed and your attention focused on the action you intend to experience, in imagination, mentally feel yourself right into the proposed action. I manifested my new home and had a list of things it should have, and within a month I found it. It blew my mind. I wrote it down. Put it on the fridge and read it each morning. Crazy. It, it can be that simple. It really can. Can someone write in the Neville Goddard book title in the chat? Guys, can someone please write this out of this world? Thinking fourth dimensionally, Neville Goddard. So we're in the imagination. We're mentally feeling ourselves right into the proposed action. Imagining all the while that you are actually performing the action here and now. Yes? You must always participate in the imaginary... <laughs> really kill him. Joe! Can someone post that, please? The title. Out of this world, thinking fourth dimensionally. Anybody? Um, so you're imagining that you were in the state of the wish fulfilled right now. Go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. You must always participate in the imaginary action, not merely stand back and look on, but you must feel that you are actually performing the action. So what that means is you're not imagining it in your mind as if you're watching yourself in the movie, right? Like, I'm imagining this, but I'm seeing myself doing the action. You're not doing that. You actually want to be doing the action. So say you're walking on the beach with your new husband or wife. It is you holding that person's hand. It is you looking down at your own hand, seeing the ring on your finger. You're not looking at yourself, watching yourself do it. You're actually doing my allergies. The act yourself. Shit, I posted the title and it disappeared. <laughs> Damn it. But I'm going to post this. I'll repost this live and then put the title in it. So now that we have the four ways to start assuming the state of the wish fulfilled, we'll end it there because we're almost an hour and start our week off with this. Living in the state of the wish fulfilled as much as possible. Live as if you know that your manifestation is going to happen in a month from now or two months from now. You're excited. You know. Oh, it does? Okay, it's not showing on my end. The title's not showing on my end. Um, you know that you're going to get it regardless. That is living in the state of the wish fulfilled. Let's go two hours. Sure. I have a meeting right now in like five minutes. Um, but thank you guys for listening. This book game changer. I just download them on my Kindle so they're always on my phone so that I'm when I'm somewhere and I'm like going a little crazy, I just open up one of these books and that's it. Okay, I'm glad it's still pinned. It doesn't show on my end that it's still pinned. Um, but I have an amazing Monday. I love you guys so much. Um, we're getting some deep into this shit, guys. There's... <laughs> 
Oh, if you could see what I was reading last night. Holy shit. Okay, so... I don't know if I should... Maybe I'll post um, the YouTube video that I watched last night. It's like 13 minutes long, but this is going to blow your mind. I promise you that. I'll post, I'll post the link in my stories. Mind-blowing stuff, guys. And if you watch it, please DM me and let me know what you think of it. Because you're just going to be like, okay, my reality is now shattered. Thank you. But it just will send you down a very powerful rabbit hole. I download the book. Thanks for going. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, like I literally just download books. And they're like $2 on the Kindle. It's crazy. They're super cheap. But they're right in my Kindle. Like, um, I'll post it. I'll post it in my story. All right, I got to go because I got to get on a meeting. I love you guys, and I will repost this shortly. Okay, I'm going to post it my stories really, really quick right now. Adios. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com.